Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel and welcome to a brand new subreddit r/traumatize them back. If you are a fan of revenge stories, be that petty revenge, pro revenge, nuclear revenge, any revenge, you're going to absolutely love this subreddit. As you can probably guess, it's all about traumatizing those that have traumatized you. Without further ado, let's get in to the first post so you can understand what's going on. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you haven't already done so and drop a like if you want more from this subreddit. Here we go. Nurse said I was squeamish because I hadn't had children yet. I traumatized her by telling her about the illegal medical testing I endured as a child. This happened a couple of weeks ago. My fertility doctor ordered some blood tests for me. I am a 34-year-old woman and I went to my local healthcare clinic to get them done. I have trypanophobia, a fear of needles, which I disclosed to the nurse who'd be taking my blood. I always need to warn them because I can handle myself okay for around 10 minutes or so, but if the blood draw takes too long, I'm likely to vomit and or faint. I once very embarrassingly threw up on the nurse's shoes. The nurse looks at me like they don't believe me and asks if I have children. I say no. Keep in mind that the labels for my blood tests have the word infertility in big bold letters, but whatever. The nurse goes on about how I won't be this squeamish once I have kids. I'm pretty annoyed at this point as I can already feel a bit woozy. So I say very coldly, I didn't used to be squeamish about needles as a kid, which is why the doctors in my home country volunteered me for medical testing and training. My parents got paid while I was used as a human pincushion for medical trainees. I specifically remember the day they taught students how to draw blood from my neck. The nurse turned white and proceeded to wordlessly draw the blood. Because they took so long, I ended up throwing up, which they had to clean up. Maybe next time they'll learn to listen to their patients. Wow, what a start to this subreddit. I mean, this nurse is going on about you having children when your chart has literally specified that you're infertile. Absolutely insane. I mean, to be fair, I'm appalled that they're judging you in any way at all. You're a nurse. Surely you shouldn't judge someone's health issues. That's ridiculous. But great revenge and i hope that cleanup took a long long time because they deserved it so there we go if you didn't already know that is r slash traumatize them back but i've got a lot more posts to come in this one let's get into the second karen said boys will be boys so i return the favor more than 20 years ago when me and my sisters were still in elementary our mum took us to a shopping mall for clothes and groceries a major supermarket was attached to the mall 
after everything was over we stopped by the bookstore where us kids picked whatever books we wanted while she was picking educational books for both of us the bookstore was also selling some physical discs for various softwares including games while both of us were looking into the games we wanted a little boy of our age came next to us opened up one of the discs and poked my sister in the eye my sister immediately started to cry her eyes out and my mum rushed over to see what was happening she scolded the little boy after hearing what happened to which he got upset and went to grab his karen of a mother karen comes over and demands to know who yelled at her son the two ladies began to get into a shouting match my mum argued the kids had no reason to hurt my sister like that and should be taught better but karen argued boys will be boys and that he doesn't know any better she asked my mum, why are you overreacting i decided enough was enough i did a frontal kick on the kid as hard as i can making him fall on his butt i saw there was a nice footprint imprinted on his shirt he began to let out the most annoying cry i've ever heard the karen quickly rushed over to her little turd and began shouting at me i looked her in the eye and said boys will be boys why are you overreacting she tried to argue more but her friend or maybe her sister held her back and ushered her out of the store we went to get burgers and fries afterwards but my mum also lectured me about how violence isn't the answer me being a little sprouty elementary kid didn't care and rode that hype train for weeks you know what i actually disagree with your mum sometimes i feel like violence has to be the answer otherwise people don't learn lessons right and and take that with with a lot of context and the the vast majority of the time it's not the right thing to do but i feel like once in a blue moon sometimes that has to be done otherwise no one's ever going to learn like there are very very few cases very very few where violence should be the first response very very few but in a situation like this where this woman is so oblivious to how heinous her children are being spouting terrible excuses like boys will be boys and yeah i can imagine that this thing will continue to happen again and again because her kids aren't being parented correctly they're not learning what's right and wrong perhaps this flying kick which let's be honest probably didn't hurt that much will actually sort her kids out and will stop them from doing stuff like this in the future like it's educational if a flying kick could ever be educational this is it i didn't look pretty enough four hours after my mum died this happened a really long time ago now but I've never seen anyone run away from a situation quite so quickly. And sometimes I do wonder what the guy thought or if he learned his lesson. So my mum had been terminal and was in hospice care in our home. We knew time was limited. However, when I'm upset, the first thing to go to hell is my sleep schedule. I slept two hours that night and I hadn't been getting much more sleep than that for the few weeks preceding this. But she ended up passing slightly before four the morning that this took place So after she passed I decided I needed caffeine to get through the day So when the nearest gas station opened up at 8 a.m I headed over there for some energy drinks. I likely did look a bit of a mess It is easy to tell when i'm tired and I was wearing college merch that was much bigger than my usual size I get out of my car and start shuffling through my clothes I couldn't remember which gigantic pocket i'd put my wallet in while I did that this man pulls up to a pump in a very shiny car. I don't remember what he looked like beyond that he looked a bit like a very put together game show host. This man turns to me. He was 20 feet away, so this was all said loudly. And says, It's a shame someone so pretty can't improve everyone's day with a smile. I burst out crying, ugly crying with the sobbing mouth thing and shaking. 
I just went from standing there hoping I hadn't left my wallet at home to bawling in a mostly empty parking lot. I did manage to yell something like, I'm sorry I'm not freaking pretty enough for you when my mum died four hours ago. The dude turned on his heels and left. Didn't pump gas, didn't go inside for coffee, didn't apologize, just got in his car and left. I was saved from standing in the parking lot sobbing by a woman who I think was jogging and heard what the man and I said to each other and the employee of the gas station, who were both very kind. Ah, oh, man, there we go. I mean, look, that is obviously the deepest story that we've we've had so far. Goodness me, I just got to say off the bat, OP, I'm so sorry to hear about your situation and, and your parents passing, but also just to be in this spot and have someone do this to you. Yeah, absolutely insane. Like, to be fair to the guy, maybe he had good intentions, but you really shouldn't be doing this sort of thing. You shouldn't be putting your nose in someone else's business especially when they have the expression that i'm sure you had which was just you know being absolutely distraught it's past the point of not smiling surely you look just very very upset i mean from an outlooker looking in surely you knew that that something had gone wrong there you weren't just being sad or like not smiling i don't know i get the feeling he came in with like a positive attitude but ultimately yeah terrible thing to do don't assume things about other people and i hope that this guy learned his lesson although i say that a good man would have just apologized and said i'm so sorry i I really had good intentions i just want people to be positive it's my bad i'm so sorry for your loss and that i did that that's my fault but actually no he ran away didn't he he ran away like a little coward so i take it all back he's just a disgraceful man there we go i will say though that the people that helped you in that situation that has restored my faith in humanity But once again, OP, I'm so sorry. Let's move on. I was getting tampons, officer. So I got pulled over one night coming back from Walmart. I definitely deserved the ticket for speeding, but the cop was asking for too much information. It was late. I was cramping. I just wanted to be home so I could stop bleeding in my pants and eat my cookies. Of course, the typical question. Do you know how fast you were going? (sighs) Ah, Yes, sir. 65. Where are you coming from? Okay, fair question, I guess. It is 12 a.m., Walmart officer. What were you getting at Walmart? Um, okay, why do you need to know that? I just want to get home, my guy. But since you asked, I was getting tampons. Do you want to see them? His eyes got wide and he walked away without saying a word. He came back to give me my ticket and he couldn't make eye contact. Most expensive box of tampons I've ever bought. However, the look on that guy's face was priceless. Now, I agree with you, OP. There's there's questions that as a police officer, you are obviously allowed to ask and expected to ask. Uh, the one about, do you know how fast you're going? That's a standard question. And I think that is, is a reasonable one. But asking what you were buying at a shop surely is just not relevant information, like at all. Why would an officer ever need to know that? To be honest, I think he should have just not given you the ticket there, just through embarrassment, just held his hands up and said, wow. Uh, I've been completely done there. I'm not going to ticket you. There you go. Uh, Enjoy your day. But no, he still gave you a ticket. What a little rat. Yeah, I get it's the law, but come on. You you effed up there. You deserve some form of karma, surely. My kid can die if I don't. I was waiting to check in at the dentist today and some old lady started humphing and such. We're in Florida and I'm wearing a mask. Unusual, I guess, but most people just mind their own business and leave me alone. There's a few, however, who are pains about it. She looked at me and asked why I was wearing that thing on my face. Everyone knows that the virus is gone. Why am I out and about if I'm that scared? Now, I have breast cancer and I'm not feeling great today. Mine's not terrible considering. My son, though, also has cancer and his is bad. 
Grade four brain cancer. Oh my goodness me, OP, I'm so sorry to hear that. I just looked at her and said, my oncologist says cancer patients need to be careful about dental care. Plus, my kid can die if I don't. She turned sheet whites and left me alone the rest of the time we were in the waiting room together. I'm pretty sure the dental hygienist who came out to get me was purposely a bit louder than normal, asking about how my son was doing. Now, this is pretty similar, I think, to the third post we had in this episode. Once again, why are you sticking your nose in someone else's business when you just don't need to be doing it? And also, what is wrong with wearing a mask? If I see someone wearing a mask out and about these days, I say fair play to them, thank you. Either you are ill and you're protecting the rest of the population from getting your illness, or you don't want to get ill yourself. Both great things. Why is that a negative thing? Oh, COVID is done now? Well, first of all, it isn't. Like my granny had COVID a couple of weeks ago, uh, and the only reason she didn't have it that badly is because she's still getting vaccinated. And secondly, who cares? Let people wear masks. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My wife is dead. When my son was born, I was a stay-at-home dad for the first year of his life. We also lived in New York City, and I loved taking him out into the city to do things. Nearly every subway ride, though, I'd have some kind of encounter with a woman or group of women, usually boomers, who would say some variation of giving mum the day off or so nice to see dad's babysitting once in a while. Now, first off, it's not possible to babysit your own kid. That's called parenting. But second, I was the primary caregiver. Mum was at work. I stayed home with the boy. It got old real fast. But I found a very nice trick that shut these old biddies down real quick. Anytime someone would ask if I was babysitting or giving mum the day off, my face would fall. I'd get real quiet. And after taking a moment to compose myself, I'd say something like, my wife died during childbirth. Or... My wife is currently undergoing radiation treatment for stage four cancer. She's at a clinic in California. I haven't seen her in six months. Or my favorite, his mum abandoned us when he was just six weeks old. She'd been using drugs pretty heavily while she was pregnant. And so he was born addicted. I didn't hear from his mother for months after she left until one day I found out she'd overdosed and died. This little guy is all I've got left of her. But we carry on best we can that shuts them up real quick now i will say that perhaps given the the stories we've read earlier in this episode this might not be like the best thing to do i think like lying about people dying in your family is maybe a little bit too much but i completely understand why you did it op and it did have the desired effect and again like you don't have to deal or you shouldn't have to deal with this complete and utter sexism every single day when you're just being a good dad. So if that's the best way that you thought about, you know, dealing with people like this, then I hold my hands up. There you go. I mean, if it does happen every single day, then that must get unbelievably annoying. I mean, I will say that saying that his mum abandoned us when he was just six weeks old, she'd been using drugs pretty heavily. And so he was born addicted. I mean, imagine hearing that. Like you've just said, oh, it's so nice to see a man doing the job for once. 
babysitting and then you hear the guy say that you've got to be questioning your life at that point uh, yeah it's had the desired effect comment on my butt at work let me make this uncomfortable for us both I was working as a front-end cashier for a local grocery store. It was around the time of my lunch break, so my line was closed off after this last customer. Grizzled, 60-70-year-old, bearded guy. I am in my early 20s, a feminine cashier. As I finish ringing up his purchases and he goes to slide his card, the card machine doesn't work. I tell him to keep swiping until it beeps. We were mid-changed to a new sales system, so this was a common occurrence. I bend under my till to clean and organize while he's sliding his card. As I'm bent over, his card dings. Sweet, let's wrap this up so I can go eat. Instead, oh, I liked it when you did that. I'm still under the till. I roll my eyes. And then inspiration strikes. Petty, petty inspiration. I come up. Did what, sir? When you bent over, it worked. I had a confused face. Why? Well, it liked when you bent over. Why would it like that I bent over? It's a boy card. Boys like it when girls bend over. Sorry, I've got to say, this is the creepiest dude I've ever seen on Reddit. What? But why? I ask again. Well, they just do. At this point, I'm gleeful on the inside. But why? I don't understand. The old man is getting flustered. His face gets red. He mumbles. Mom, um, you're making me a little uncomfortable. I drop the dumb act. I lean forward across the check stand and look right into his eyes. And how do you think I feel when a man makes an unwanted comment on my backside while I'm at work? He is 20 shades of red, stammering. I, uh, I meant no disrespect. It was supposed to be a compliment. I put on a very stern face. Well, it was disrespectful. Please don't comment on women's bodies when they work. I'm so sorry. It won't happen again. He collects his bag and leaves without another word. Gleeful vindication. Good. Now maybe you won't go and harass other people at their freaking jobs. Well, yeah, uh, creepiest guy ever. Literally the creepiest guy ever. Well done, OP, for not just being quiet. I mean, it must be pretty like horribly uncomfortable in situations like this. And you just want to stay quiet and just say, okay, fine, I'll ring you up, go, leave the store. But no, you did the right thing. I mean, fair play. It's very brave to do that, courageous. Uh, I can't even imagine being in this situation. Just try and do your job and getting harassed by people 50 years older than you. I mean, by the way, brother, you got no chance anyway. What are you doing? Go home to your old people's home and just sit in your chair and do the Sudoku, my friend. And by the way, I quite like Sudokus. So that's not a slight on people that do Sudokus, but it is a slight on creeps. I served my sister-in-law a child's plate after she broke multiple heirloom china plates. I caught her breaking them on camera. My husband and I have family dinners at our house every month or so with our family. I have some sets of fine china that I like to switch out between the seasons that I've inherited from my grandmother. When we have our get-togethers, I serve dinner on these plates. My mother-in-law compliments them every time. My sister-in-law, however, has made comments to me that they're not her style. I honestly didn't think twice about her comments up until this past February, when one of my plates was put in the sink, broken. I chalked it up to an accident. In April, we had another dinner. This time, my sister-in-law was carrying both her and her boyfriend's plates to the sink and accidentally dropped them both. Again, no biggie at all. In May, she broke two more plates. And in June, she broke a plate and a cup. At this point, I was catching on. I brought up these concerns to my husband and he brushed them off as accidents. I told my mum and she said that she thought that my sister-in-law was doing it on purpose and she got me a camera to put in the dining room. In July, we had dinner and I had an opportunity arise. My mother-in-law, sister-in-law and her boyfriend joined us for dinner. 
While our plates were still on the table, my mother-in-law asked how my plants were doing, and I said I'd show her. I told my husband to follow us outside so he could show her the plant that he's growing, leaving my sister-in-law alone with her boyfriend. When we came back inside, five minutes later, her plate was broken. When they left, I pulled up the camera footage. I saw her stand up when we walked out, peek around the corner, and then throw the plate on the ground. I kept this video to myself. All I'll say at this point is, are you sure she's not Greek and it's just tradition? I jest. This brings me to this past weekend. We had our family dinner and we were joined by my in-laws, my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, as well as my parents, siblings and niece. I served everyone, saving evil sister-in-law for last. I brought her food out on a child's plate with a sippy cup and got those kids silverware with the plastic handles. She looked at me confused and said, I think you mixed my plates up with your niece's plates. And I said, no, my niece is responsible enough to eat on a grown-up's plate. If you're going to act like a child in my home, I'm going to treat you like a child in my home. She tried to play coy, but I had my iPad ready and I played the video to everyone at the table. She started sobbing. She swiped the kid's plate off the table and stormed out. My in-laws both apologized and offered to pay for replacement plates, but I told them not to worry about it. Despite this, we still had a nice time. When everyone left, my husband told me I was out of line and cruel, but I told him that this has been happening for months and I've told him it was bothering me multiple times. It's Wednesday, he's still being a little cold to me, and I also got a text from my sister-in-law's boyfriend asking me if I'd apologize to her because I really embarrassed her. I sent him the video again and he left me on red. My husband just called me to ask if I was taunting her boyfriend because his sister called him crying that I was. Now, somebody has asked in the comments down below, inquiring minds need to know why would she break your plates? Because she doesn't like to eat off something that's not her style? Yeah, I agree. That is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. How can you have a style of plate that you like or dislike at someone else's house? Opie replied, I would like to know too. I'll probably never get a straight answer though. My husband apologized and now we're bouncing back and forth off of the whys and we're kind of circling around to the boyfriend. My in-laws say that's when they've noticed a behavior change. She's gotten into trouble since dating him. They act like teenagers. My husband is saying exactly what I was thinking was happening. He's trying not to blame or pin anything on her because she has been behaving differently over the past few months. She got caught shoplifting and her boyfriend also got caught stealing and went to jail. No diagnosis that I've ever known of, but the family is now saying there could be a deeper issue or possibly a substance issue. Someone else also commented, I'm glad that your husband apologized. What made him come around, if I may ask? OP said, my mother-in-law, at least I'm assuming. She texted me that they were on the phone when he was on his way home. That's my bet. I really want to talk to him about all of this, but I don't want to overwhelm him, especially because he's been a little distant. I think the whole thing is overwhelming for him. He told me his sister called him four times. I'm keeping it low key for now, but I'm going to try and get some answers about the plate breaking. All right, then there we go. Uh, Quite a long story. The good thing about r slash traumatize them back is that you do get some short fun posts. I don't know if fun's the best word there, but you know, snappy little ones that you don't have to concentrate on too much. And then you get some longer, more in-depth ones like this. I just want to know what is wrong with the plates. I really do. How can the style of a plate have that much of an effect on someone's life to the extent that they want to break them? I mean, absolutely insane. Shout out your mother-in-law, by the way. Like, what a goat saying, you know what? I know what's going on here. Here's a secret camera. 
set it up. Let's watch this back together. Oh, actually, it was your mum, wasn't it? But still, I feel like your mum and your mother-in-law both did well here. Your sister-in-law, less so. I do kind of feel like your husband, though, took a lot of convincing here when she'd broken six or seven pieces of heirloom china, yet, apparently, according to him, you're in the wrong for embarrassing her. Where's the logic there, my friend? I mean, yes, it's good that he's come around, but it should not have taken him that long. And now for our final r slash traumatize them back of this episode. Mother tries to spank teenager and regrets it. I'm well into being an adult today, and this is a story of how I stopped my mother from ever spanking me again. My mother has always been fond of physical punishment. She's a pusher, slapper, hit with random objecter, and a spanker. I got spanked a lot for things I did and things that she perceived I did. She spanked me well into being a teenager as well. I was 16 or 17 at the time and my wet towel from showering was on my bed. My mother always lost her mind over not hanging a towel properly. And frankly, this was a mistake I made often. She came in while I was dressing, saw the towel, and she immediately grabbed and spun me to start spanking. I'll never know what devil took over, but it was a devil that had been needed much sooner in my life. Instead of crying out in pain, I said, and I can't quite believe I'm about to do this, guys, but I will, and I'm gonna give it my all here. Oh, oh. She was confused and asked, what sort of smart-ass response was that? My response was, well, after so many spankings, I was wondering when I would start to enjoy it. She looked horrified left my room and i called down the hallway come back we can take our relationship to the next level i was never spanked again i cannot believe i've just read that that is obviously going to be the conclusion of this episode immediately well despite the fact that i just actually cannot believe what i've just done there um and i'm i'm really sorry if any family members are, are watching this or listening to this uh, it's probably my lowest moment in my life so far uh, that is the perfect example of r slash traumatize them back your mum now surely is living with that trauma in the back of her mind yes she might have thought you were joking long term but she's always gonna have those lingering doubts did my son enjoy sexually me spanking him makes you think really really does anyway guys that is gonna do it for this episode the first ever episode of r slash traumatize them back really hope you enjoyed it a brand new subreddit one of you actually commented on a community post of mine telling me to look at this subreddit you know what i'll put the comment on screen now shout out you my friend because without that comment I'm not sure I would have found it. So that, that leads me to, to ask you guys, all, all listening and watching right now, what is your favorite subreddit? Do you have one that I've never covered before? If you do and you want to see an episode on it, get it in the comments down below. I'll have a look through. That is the best way to see your favorite subreddit on this channel. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 